Ari goes to me, mommy, wait, shy. Ari goes to me before he goes, mommy, one day when I'm about a hundred and I have all my own money, do you know what I'm going to buy? And I was like, how are you getting the money? He's like, I'm going to work. And I was like, doing what? He's like, I'll tell you later. (laughs) I was like, what are you going to do with the money? He's like, mommy, I'm buying all the transformers. episode of the friday night movie podcast today our special guests are us it's lily it's becky it's me we've had a bunch of amazing guests the last few weeks but we're just gonna hang siblings today and talk about what we've been watching because somehow and as crazy as the world is this family finds our way to watch our shows and our movies like some people always ask me when do you watch this when you're sleeping yes Sometimes I wake up at two in the morning and I knock out 15 minutes of a show just before I fall back asleep. And then I pick it up like, a, you know what? People do that with books. They read a few pages. They take a nap on the beach. It's Why true. can't I do that with a show? True. It's true. Um, and so with that, I, I'll, I'll ask Becky, how are you doing? What is the latest? Or do you just not want to go in? You know, no, 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 it's fine. You introduce me as like, oh, it's just like Lily and Becky. And I'm I'm thinking to myself, am I even like fully, am I here? Am I me? Am I still like, I feel like I'm being slowly. What's with today, today? Moving does that to you. Moving does that to you. And moving with children. Especially because I'm a very organized person. I like to think ahead about all the potential things that can go wrong and problem solve them in advance. And so I feel like if I was doing this move alone, it would be perfect, (laughs) but I'm doing it with my husband. (laughs) So it's like, it's, it's, it, I feel like he's just interfering with what could be a really stunning process, a really like flawless let's show people how a move is done but yeah. then i can't say that because at the same time he's also been like incredibly helpful and wonderful and supportive See, that's um, so what, he'd get really mad if he heard this that's what ali would say about moving with me like it's it's kind of like a clown car like every time she finds more of my stuff when we move she's like what <laughs> this, it's just this like like there was one little box in the closet how do we now have a truckload of things coming off? i don't know there was like there was definitely I was feeling really good about how packed and organized and everything is. We hired the Packers and the actual moving crew shows up yesterday and they don't even like walk through the house. They just like look at the first room and they go, this is too much stuff. You're going to need another whole crate. And I'm like, we haven't even seen what I have. And they're like, it's not fitting. So like off the bat, we started off like moment one being like, this will not be a success. This is a disaster. <laughs> so it's like, it was you a very like high, I, I failed. Move. I was like a very, but the day before, so the, oh, this is what I actually wanted to talk about. So the day before the Packers came, right? Have you ever wanted to like irrationally impress someone where like it doesn't matter? Like their opinion of you should not matter at all, but you really want to impress like a total yes. stranger. I feel like I need to think about it for a second to like, but that's like, an example Alan, that I sure, go through this often and she does and I yeah. never do. Okay. Like I feel so, like Allie's like definitely wants to impress like maybe like a tennis instructor situation. No, no, no. Like but show kid. like how good she is at tennis or something. Exactly. Or like like or the like, tennis instructor doesn't care. You're still like you're he's, not he's gonna a be a pro. Good. He's just exactly. a teacher. 
in the like, era, I feel the era like, of no, COVID. Here's, I feel like Shy would want to impress a diner waiter with like the best order ever. Like yes, that would be right. Shy's thing. Like the diner, diner waiter would be like, that's a like, great order. Home. You really but nailed also, that order, sir. And he's also like, I just want to go home. Don't care. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, so, my, no, Allie would, Allie would run the little robot vacuum when someone is coming to social distance in the backyard just because <laughs> she wants to make them sure that the house is put together that's okay. like i am i'm like COVID. that too okay that's so like leading up sure. to the packers coming i actually had a lot of like anxiety and like anxiety nightmares about them showing up and being like this house is a disaster we'll never be able to pack this what were you thinking i was like very I nervous feeling they've seen worse so they came in and the like head of the team did a walk through of the house and she was like I am so impressed with how organized you are. You have made our job so easy. Nobody is ever this put together and organized. Like I started off the day with like a gold star. I was so, I was, it was the best feeling. And then it came down the following. No. Or she's a genius. And and she was like, these people are fragile. Yeah. Becky is a tinderbox. A tinderbox. <laughs> but then that's what happened basically the next day. And I'm talking about how stunning this organization and this packing is. And I'm so proud of myself. And they had the best crew that helped. And then the next day, this like really salty, weathered old man mover comes through and is like, this isn't gonna fit. Becky, because well, he lifts the things. All those other people just come in and they're like, oh, it's so cute. And I literally, I like fell apart. Like slowly over the next four <laughs> hours, I like had an actual nervous uh, breakdown. Uh, although I will say it's a little bit rough to like, I mean, telling you you need more space, that's one thing. But to editorialize about your stuff, that's definitely something where I, I'm not interested in people. Like I said, I don't care and I'm not interested in people's opinions yeah. of those things. But I am interested in the area of which they are there. And if they think that you need more room to accommodate large stuffed animals that you may have received as a gift from your older brother or just like (laughs) yeah or that or just like five surfboards that don't fit in the moving crates because they're too large and they have to be set are you bringing your five surfboards here yes okay because make sure they are displayed in a very 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 prominent place so however many scenarios and posters i have it won't look as much oh i was like who do you have to impress Yeah. No, no. So that's Just kind of like them in the living room. So like that's where we're at. And then I'm not going to get into the details, but like essentially now that we've moved out and we're we're fixing up the house, um, now that we're moving out, like everything that could go wrong has like every person who's supposed to be working on the house has like called and changed the schedule and like added extra costs. And it's just like it's just been it's been it's been exactly never, what everybody would have everybody go, it would be like. So everyone <laughs> who's listening to this who's been through it is like, yeah, no, that's correct so that's where i'm at so i've been doing a lot of like um soothing watching i don't know we need a term for that like uh like putting a bomb so this is like a rex rx situation so what is your rex rx for someone if you move across the the country during a pandemic with two babies and you have a lot of surfboards and you're on the verge of a breakdown and the movers are criticizing you what do you watch so that you don't pick up in the middle of the night and just drive to drive Mexico. east so, away from your family i'm not gonna lie children's cartoons children's animated shows have been wonderful because 
what I do is I just put something on for Miri. And then I like, every time I need an emotional break, I need to bring the temperature down. I just go and snuggle up to her and I watch a few minutes of what she's watching. So we watched all of Camp Crustaceous, which is like a pretty scary Jurassic Park show on Netflix for kids. Like it's it's not for little babies. It's like a kid's spinoff though. It's more than just like a dopey, like solve the mystery of the week show, right? Like it has a story. No, it's great. No, it's great. It has a full story that goes over the course of the season. No, so it's not like one-off episodes. It's like a whole arc, you know, a la Green Eggs and Ham. Green Eggs and Ham, which is amazing, is an arc. Yeah, so it's like a whole season, like each season, and it's like a continuing story of them being in the, you know, Jurassic Park world. And it's great, and the characters are really interesting. I I really like, so I've been watching that with her. Um, And then I uh, have still been watching Psych. Like, nothing has changed there. I've talked about that a lot the last few weeks, how much I've been loving that. I'm watching it with the kids. They now love it so much. My younger one giggles so hard whenever Burton Guster gets a new nickname. I love it. Um, and then there's like, and then sometimes like other people will give him nicknames. Like they're in, like there's like there's an episode where like uh, where Henry is introducing, like quickly introducing, and then just like makes up a fake nickname for Gus. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> one of the best names. This is Methuselah. This is that's yeah. always in all of the top nickname scenes. That's always Henry. yeah, yeah. But the one um, we did the other day was uh, the one where Sean calls Gus MC Clap Your Hands, and Dule Hill just like perfectly claps along like along with the nickname and it was just hysterical laughing in our house um so we're watching that and um and then another show i this is actually something i want to get into more with lily who i know has seen a couple episodes of i would like to talk about how do we feel about netflix after party with david spade and Fortune Peemster. I mean, and you're asking the Lemon wrong Hughes. person. You're because you're asking the wrong person for several reasons. One, when I really like a show, I could like beat it to death. Like I could talk about it to death. I could like watch. I don't rewatch things, so that's not something I would do. But I'd like go over and over and over again. I get other people to watch, and I'd want to see like clips and interviews with the cast and like research it and find out about it. So if there's a show where other people, especially David Spade, you know I'm a huge fan. Fortune, huge Spade. fan. London, huge fan. So if you're Fortune, who gave you a who we got a cameo birthday message on my birthday, mm-hmm. and so and she was so cute and funny, and it was a great message, and so. You're talking about a situation where these amazing people are not only talking about a show, but then getting to talk to the cast of that show. And if I liked the show, it's literally like my algorithm, like that was made for me. So I can't really tell you if it's good, but now I want to recommend it to people. So I'll say that. But I didn't see the episode that Becky saw that said it was very awkward. The Andy Cohen watch, watch what happens live show was unbearable for me. So I'm yeah, not, and I'm generally not interested in after shows. I I like after shows more oh, I so guess, when they're I guess that's by... an after show where he's also talking about a reality show, right? Yeah, like, maybe it, that's what? it. But, but no, but they did that? watch, I think they did it for other, they did after shows for a he lot. Did it for The Real shows. Housewives. They did it for Sons of Anarchy too. He does, he, really? Yeah, I, I, I look, but I, I feel like that to... was always like a one-off, like you'd have for The Bachelor, it would be like an after sh- Oh, I guess, yeah, that's what this is. It's like at the end of the season. Yeah, they do. I like I don't David really Spade. get the point of it. I'd rather listen to an indie podcaster crew wrap up their reaction 
than then watch a show about people watching a show. I've got too many shows to watch. But they interview the cast, which yeah. But I feel like the cast on those things, like they don't give as good stuff as they might have. I mean, maybe I again. It's all it all just feels very scripted. Um, and David Spade is the best. I think like David Spade is a really special part of the show. Um, because like he he gets what this is and there's a moment at the end of the bridgerton one where he's explaining a game they're gonna play and the woman who plays the queen is like sorry i didn't i missed that can you explain it again and he says something like you are really overestimating how good this bit is supposed to be you know like something (laughs) like that he's like don't worry about it he's very he's very self-aware and then there was the fred savage show i only watched it twice because it was a (laughs) fake version of one of these shows and I liked that more than any real version. And even that I couldn't keep watching. But that that at least was that was at least kind of funny. But I'm 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 glad that you're watching it. Well, I'll say if anybody has watched um Blink Empire, that after party episode is very funny. I have my Rex RX for Becky. I've mentioned oh, the show for I'm you ready. before, but given your snuggle factor with your daughter. And the fact that she's watching things that are a little more advanced. Watch Avatar. We know. No, no, no. Kipo and the Age of the Wonder Beasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched has, the first app. I, I, I'll, a, I'll get into it. Has a huge mother and daughter thread to it. Right. I just, it's like all of the other wrecks. I will, when I get to it, it will be my show in Dippity and it oh, will be like why. a beautiful I, I, experience. I couldn't remember if Like, I, you've I, been, you've been recommending psych to me for probably five years yeah something like that and you didn't and know that now is when you would need it that, that's totally now fine. is when i would need and i'm so grateful every time i sit down to watch an episode i'm like oh thank god and thank god i've saved it till now and there's so many but i'm already like halfway through season or at the beginning of season three so i'm already getting angry like when i was like halfway through season two i'm like i got episodes to burn and now i'm just like <laughs> to be careful well, it's like Friday night movie, Friday night movie, Friday night dinner, Friday night dinner, Friday night dinner. Friday night dinner. Who I'm knows watching them. I'm watching that so slowly that I watch it in increments that I'll literally watch like 10 minutes of an episode and be yep. like, hey, I'll save the rest. So it's I'm, batting, so I'm batting pretty well with Beck lately. That's good to know. All right, Lily, what have you been watching? Well... We have gotten on the Australian suspense bandwagon. So, oh. um, so dad after, took the remote and no one's allowed to watch the control the TV. Kind Does dad have like I've stock been, in those shows or something? Does he have like but I, have, I have been very careful at like I vet the recommendations, but this is a really, this is, I think this is a funny story. Hold on. So, so first shine makes me peer pressures me him and the wonderful mark toner both peer pressure me into watching night stalker and mark peer pressures me by telling me not to watch it and so that's all i need and so i watch it with mom and jose and dad starts to watch it i don't know if he ever finished it and i there's few things that like i really couldn't sleep like that friggin terrified me that show the nice it's, real, it's yeah 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 and it's a I don't like documentaries it was so fantastic it was so I mean terrific. it was riveting it was riveting and it was terrifying and true story I do not recommend it to people who like are not like fascinated or interested in like serious crime solving and um like epic like 
cops, you know, stories and, you know, quite a lot of murder. Um, as a true story based on a serial killer in LA and San Francisco in the eighties. Um, but yes, it's really like helps that I watched Bosch about a hardened LA cop, uh, detective because a lot of the show, like a lot of the documentary is so similar to like, it feels like a real life. It feels right. It feels like a real life, uh, you know, something you'd only see on TV and be like, that would never happen. And it's quite impressive. Um, so I watched that and then I was like, how am I going to, like, I then started furiously texting Becky and Shy. I'm like, now what am I supposed to watch? Cause like, that was so scary. And my host is like, keep going, keep going. And I'm like, I need a break. So I like stealthily turn his attention to the Australian like suspense genre, which is like great, but nothing too scary. Right. And I'm like, oh no, this is, this is going to be really good. You're not going to have to solve a mystery or whatever, you know, till the very end. So we watched one, uh, the first episode of Secret City with the great Anna Torv uh, from Fringe and uh, Mindhunter. So I, I talked about that a few weeks ago on the pod. We watched that episode. And then the data had recommended this Ed Mom, this other one called The Code, which actually seemed more interesting. So about two brothers, um, one who is on the autism spectrum and the other is a journalist and they uncover a um like a conspiracy to cover up a murder and the government and uh, one's a hacker and so it's it, it was really really interesting now there's like a, i guess like a handful of australian actors that are in these shows and someone that plays like a minister type person in the government in secret city then plays a cop in the code but i completely like i did not it, it's the same guy <laughs> and i watched one and then the other and I'm sitting, me and Jose are sitting there being like, this show makes no sense. Why would a minister have a cup badge? Why is he <laughs> undercover? Yeah. And we could be like, mom, dad, this show is so dumb. Like that guy, that makes no sense. And dad just turns to me and he's like, that's not the same show. He's like, it's the well, same. Not all dad like- didn't throw you out of the room. Yes. No, that's all very have, protective. Like, Australian so, crime drama photographic memories like our father does right so once i got that sorted out i do recommend the code it's on netflix here i don't know if it's on your netflix but it's um it's a cool uh kind of like conspiracy type show um so there's that and then i was going to recommend uh also a fun animated spin-off show i don't know if you guys have it too i assume you do they turn go dog go into a show like, did they like really? A regular show, and do they show the dog party? Because I I will watch. What about it if I get to see the hat? What about the hat? Do you like the hat? Go dogs go is my favorite it, one of those. Is the, wait, the who turned this book. into a show? P.D. Eastman wrote the book. Also, do you guys realize that it's called it's Go Dog Go? It's not yes. Go Dogs Go. Dogs yeah. Go. But but no, Bubba, yeah. Bubba, 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 Bubba go. used to call Goodwill Hunting really hunting. Like it's yeah, just, but you know it was called just. But I had yes, I the show know. is called what the, um Corre Perro Corre in Spain or Go wait, Dogo wait. the singular for you guys. But but you guys, you know that phenomenon where you're like sure something is one thing and then well, you go the Berenstein like, Bears are the Berenstein right. Bears. Did you know that? Yeah, exactly. It's one of those the Berenstein Bears or the Berenstein Bears. The phenomenon where go, you think you're right, Becky. <laughs> what phenomenon is this? No, it's this phenomenon where like your brain remembers it as one thing, and then you go and you right. like, and then like one day you notice that it's actually been something different all along, the and like time. people, I feel like people 
like say like they always use that as like proof that there's like aliens or like something like that i don't know it's like there's like a thing i have to look it up what it's called it's, it's a thing it, i've heard it's about like it when people podcast. mix up lyrics and also i hear yeah but i totally know what you're talking about but go but, dog, yeah you go. know what i'm talking about but so, go dog go so it's always been go dogs go. no I've, it's always been go dogs go and we've had this book in our house for like you know at least a year since i took it from shy and like very recently i was looking at the cover and just i was just like <gasps> It's singular. It's singular. <laughs> well, because it's weird that it's singular because they're often telling groups of dogs to go. And in that line, there's, there's not a single page on that go. book where it's one dog. Right. Anyway, so the first episode Over a is tree, a dog under a tree. Right. The the so the first <laughs> is episode, episode is is like has the blimp, has the blimp, has do you like my hat? Uh, Are they going to run out of material? Are they going to run well, out then, of material? Then it's about this like dog town and they have those adventures. And, and it le- the first episode, the ending is, is, is they get to the dog party. And so the first episode is basically the book and it's introducing the main characters. And I don't often love kids shows. I'm really excited about Camp Crustaceous, Crustaceous right? And then um, the Jurassic World show that you mentioned. And then I feel like I had to pay it forward and re- uh, recommend this show because it's adorable. Um, also on Netflix. Um, yeah. And then I'm just going to give another rec. I don't think anybody watches this show but me. It's what British baking is to you, Becky, and many people out there. And there's I have very few reality shows I like, and they're very weird. But I would say that there's this glass blowing show. Oh God! No interest in watching that. That's like the part of a Mister Rogers episode when they just show you like silent (laughs) movies of the crayons being made. Well, the Crayon Factory is pretty cool. It's cool, but they have had the same video of the Crayon Factory since 1978, and it just replays all the time. Well, I find that show very relaxing. So I have I no interest in that. That, that is a I don't know. That <laughs> feels like a bottom of the barrel like competition. Is that your, it's like it's too niche. Like at a certain point, Netflix, you're getting too niche. I really like I wonder who they made that show for. Hey, question, question. What's with the pronunciation of niche versus niche? Niche. We why grew up we, in we grew up in Montreal. Why do we why do Americans call French. it niche? Because that's the way it? that they pronounce it. I don't know. It's like the way. Why do they call know. it an Amex instead of an Amex? What about. Yeah, or an orange or an orange. Prefix versus price fix. Prefix. Or pre- prefix. What oh, do they call pre- it? We say pre- prefix versus fixed price. Well, that's just translation of French to English. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but you I wouldn't call or we, we had club, club prices, mom Whatever. called it, which wasn't even called club price. It was club pre, but mom translated the backwards thing of price, <laughs> price club. So we thought it was club price. price. The same way, the same way you thought it was go dog, go dogs go. Club Lily, price. Anything else but club price was Costco. Right. Um, Anything else? I watched Bling Empire, which I think is riveting. So, oh, it says here in the notes notes that there's a nod to Rise of the Guardians. Is that you? Oh yes, I I should look at my notes. (laughs) I I forgot. The only reason why I'm prodding you on that is you know know that that is one of my all-time favorite animated movies. That's why I wrote it in there. So, so um, Ari's very picky about he watch what he watches. And he only accepts recommendations from his T.O. Shy. So, um, 
so basically last night he's like, I want to, I, I was like, I want to watch something on TV. And I was like, well, it was early enough. I was like, you know, let's watch a movie. Cause he always, then he just like scrolls through shows and positive shows and go back. I was like, let's just watch a movie. And he, and he's like, well, he'll, he'll veto everything I offer. Um, Cause like, I swear to God, I'm not watching Smurfs too. Like, that's I don't know. I'm, I'm with you. Like, I, I veto things a lot. I'm like, nope, that, like I'm, I'm paying attention now. We're going to watch something yeah. I want to watch. Right. And then I was like, you know, I, I saw Rise of the Guardians and I'm like, that sounds like something Shai was like obsessed with. There's Guardians in the title. There's a Rise of something. I was like, there's no Avatar in the title or Dragon. But I'm like, I know that this was something but, Shai But don't really mix liked. it up with Legend of the Guardians. That's about flying okay. owls. Okay. So I knew that that like, it could be dicey that this wasn't the right one. <laughs> <laughs> but when I heard Chris Pine's voice as the as who plays Jack Frost, I was like, this has got to be the one that Shy likes because this sounds cool. Um, he loved it. I loved it. Um, Mom was riveted with that show, with that movie. And um, I think Jose caught the ending too. It was great. And then at night, I go to put Ari to bed and he's like, what if I have a bad dream? It's like the movie's about bad dreams. And I was like, oh shit, now you've done it, Chai. And then I was like, well, just the Sandman will come and sprinkle good dreams on you. He's like, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Oh, how cute is the Sandman in that? I mean, there's a scene with the Sandman towards the end that is just like, I get teary every time. And I feel like that that movie does not get enough, you know, praise, I feel like. Yeah, it, it it sort of slipped in between and it and it and it's sort of isn't it King Amon Little Toro has something to do with that? No, he doesn't have anything to do with it. No. It was just a DreamWorks movie, but but I think Which it's movie? great. And Alec Baldwin's hilarious as the Russian Santa Claus. Right. And <laughs> well, who they don't call Santa Claus. Which yeah, they call him Norton. Oh, actually, Norton. speaking of Santa Claus, should we talk about that trailer that Chai sent? The Mel Gibson movie, The Fat Man, about yeah, Santa. So, so I, like, one of my, like, blind spots or weak spots in life is that, like, is Mel even though Jenny. he's a terrible, like, he's got to be a terrible person. Like, I'm not excusing him, but because lethal lethal weapon movies are so important to me as a kid i've always like had you're like if we get room. one pardon if we're the president and we can pardon one one celebrity. incredibly talented celebrity that's oh, disappointed i'm not, I'm us. not pardoning him i'm no, just no, saying no. I'll like still in watch terms of like stuff like that's not canceling him what he's saying is he's not canceling yeah. him in my book that's like but here's the thing pardon. here's the that's thing so mel gibson mel gibson certifiable terrible person if he's going to make a film comeback based on the trailer, it seemed like this was an appropriate role. Like, it yeah. seems like this is like an appropriate role for I feel him like he's to make made a like comeback. three different comebacks. Get the Gringo yeah, no was a won. great movie. Oh, really? That was supposed to, yeah, I, th- I thought Get the Gringo was great. And, and, and this movie where essentially Santa is like burned out and brought in by the by like the FBI Someone's... and the US government to go on some like okay. mission. Sorry, is... I don't mean to like fact check you for a second, Shy, but I knew I was right. Guillermo del Toro executive producer of the Guardians. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Okay, that sorry. It makes me happy. I mean, yeah. he's, he's amazing. How to fact check. Um, but yeah, sorry, back to Mel Gibson not being canceled. I mean, look, so here's where, I, here's where I stand on, on Batman. On I'm not going to spend on money on it. I'm not, well, I'm not going to, as much as I really am intrigued by that movie, I'm not going to spend money on it and and put money into um, Mel Gibson's like pocket on it. But when it's available on one of the streaming platforms, I will watch it because I, I am interested in it. And I, I think it looks like crazy. And I like a crazy movie like that. So, you know, like, the you know, it's, makes me think of vfw and hobo with a shotgun and, and and movies like that so 
Um, I'm, I'm interested in that. Um, would you like to hear what I've watched? Yes. Do we okay, have so enough time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watched a lot of things, time? but I'll go quickly. Number one, PG Psycho Gorman. That is... What, what is, is it about? That? What, I, is that name? what is that title? I, so PG Psycho Gorman is the new... It, like, it, it's, it's weird because it's a cult movie from the moment it landed. And it deserves that status. It is so awesomely crazy and hilarious. It is imagine Stranger Things mashed up with Evil Dead, but but with space aliens. Essentially, essentially okay. these kids uncover the embodiment of evil, and because they have the key to what like controls his power, he has to do whatever they say. <gasps> oh, I've seen that preview. It is I've seen the preview. It is so. I finally know which movie you're talking it about. It's so crazy and it's so heavy metal, like. And, and there's like a cult developing around this movie, not like a praying cult, but just like, it's so funny and it doesn't take itself seriously, but it actually has heart. And the makeup and character effects are all almost all practical effects. I think maybe they're all practical effects. So it's really fun to see. And at the same time, it's campy. And so there is gore in it, but the gore is not um, nihilistic and mean spirited. It's not like you're watching a, slasher movie as much as it's like that comedy gore that i find like hilarious and really good performances from the actors and it's just it's it's a must-see psycho gorman is a must-see right now in the zeitgeist and i can't wait for you both to see it because we have to do we have to do a whole breakdown of it okay like, great it, um cool. Uh, you know i would love to talk to someone who's worked on that film so if you're out there and your Psyker Gorman um, cast crew and and the show and the film producers would like to put you up to do an interview with us. I would love to go deep on that film and we would have so much fun talking about it. Then I attended the Fest Apocalypse, which was at the fundraiser for SF Sketch Fest, um, the SF Sketch Fest that Janet Varney so started. Mm -hmm. And it was really really funny and heartwarming and such an incredible tribute to those folks who created that comedy festival because you had every single person either do a bit or a shout out um, off the top of my head eddie izzard alan arkin kevin polak um uh, and then pollock. sort of more kevin pollack sorry pollock. who we've seen <laughs> together live in concert you and live. i yeah, yeah um, he's great the, all of the kids in the hall did a bit. Weird Al Yankovic, um, not to mention Janet and 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 all Janine Garofalo. Did I mention Janine Garofalo? Like, no, not to mention, oh, that's awesome. Uh, and they were literally, literally every person in the comedy world you could think of was a part of it, and that was lovely. And then I um uh, I um donated at such a level that I got to go into the backstage, which was on this wild app I've never been on before called uh gather and you essentially become an like, app you haven't been on oh boy or a website no. it's more of a website where you are like a little video game character like in zelda and when you get close to other characters you connect like you're on zoom and you end up in conversation with them so it's supposed to be like a green room and it was a a map of an, of an entire seven? venue um in san francisco which was a little bit confusing because you had to go to like different floors and rooms and there's a lot going on it was very confusing for the first hour but i got to run into stevie jackson host of oh, co-host of buddies without borders 
Um, and she reaffirmed Hi. the invitation for us to go back on their show. So we're going to work on something hopefully for March for the three of us to 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 go and and guest on their show. But having her and Chris on was amazing. But it was great. I had a buddy, so we chatted. We chatted to some other people. And then right before it, got, it was pretty late on the East Coast, but right before I was about to turn in, I got to bump into the inimitable Janet Varney and got to chat with mm -hmm. her. And she sends her love to you and to all of our families. And again, always so gracious and cool. And also popped into the same conversation, Gabe Diani and Etta Devine. They oh, were they we were there too. So too. we had some buddies and former guests on the show but also like just super talented amazing people so i got to chat with them for a few minutes so that was great that was that was one of the most like fun cool things i've done lately then on the movie front you know me i throw a curveball every once in a while and i watch as becky would call challenging films a couple of indie films i watched that oh. feature one stars wendy mcclendon covey who plays the girl mm -hmm. goldbergs in a fully dramatic mm -hmm. role about a woman, um, a married woman in the suburbs whose life is sort of unraveling in a lot of different directions. She gets herself involved with, I would say the wrong people, but it's not a crime situation. It's more of a relationship drama. And she is so good. I mean, we I've talked about this a million times, but however great she is at comedy, she's great at drama. This movie reminds me a lot of The Good Girl or Lifeguard um great acting performances she is off the charts amazing in it i i recommend it if you are if you are in the mood for a depressing relationship based indie drama which i am not usually but i love this so there's that one and then there's another movie that she only is in like a section of the movie um where she's great but it actually features other other actors are really the main and it's called breaking for whales and Breaking for Wales is a sibling road trip movie. It's about Ooh. two siblings. I won't tell you anything else about them, but Tom Felton, who played Draco Malfoy in Harry Potter, who is a phenomenal actor, him and the sister, who are somewhat estranged, their mother has died and has left that, that and will only leave them her inheritance if they take her ashes and deliver them to the mouth of a whale so that a whale will, because she loved whales. And really what it becomes is a vehicle for these two going on this sometimes very so funny, cool. sometimes very emotional road trip across the United States. Where can and people see that movie? Uh, they, these, both of these movies are on Amazon prime. So I would say breaking for whales is the more accessible movie and my top recommendation for, for you both, because I think you'll, you'll really enjoy it, but don't sleep on blush. I think, I think Wendy really just crushed it. And those are my recommendations. Um, again, things that are a little off the beaten path this week. Cool. With that, um, Becky, where can people follow you? Oh, at Paper BK Princess on Twitter. Oh, wait, did I also announce that I figured out how to get my dog across the country? I feel like oh, was that like weird. a couple yeah. weeks? There was, was like a couple weeks ago. I was like putting out a call. Uh, like an SOS people. call, who can drive? So we all the people in our Everybody's DMs waiting. that have offered to transport Becky. Yeah, it's dog. cool. I figured it out. Waiting I figured it out. That's good. So I figured it out. So follow One Becky of the on most social media. I'm not going to. Yeah, follow me on social media. Don't worry about my dog. Thanks for nothing, um, all of our <laughs> listeners. Um, just so everyone is aware, it's one of the most expensive parts of this move is getting her. As Vlad said, it would be cheaper to just buy a new dog. 
But you wouldn't do that uh, to your beautiful sister. I would never do that. Oh, I would never do that to the that. to the original Shapey. Never. And Allie loves never, that ever. dog so much. Allie loves your dog. Great. So. You don't shy is that you're getting a dog. I know. We're yeah. kidding. I so once I got one, I want two. So now they'll get are you kidding. Mm, the they'll, rocket they'll, have, and they'll be friends. The rocket and Sabaka adventures are gonna be amazing. So happy you like let Rocket be on social media, even if you don't let your kids. Yeah, not my kids, but Rocket gets to be on social media. I once did a little poll and said, Who wants more Rocket content? And it was, I got a a bunch of negatives, so I don't overdo it. A bunch of people were like, No, thank you. Those people, those, those people, no. Those you can cancel those. Everybody (laughs) wants more dog content. So no. Lily, where can people follow you? T T C H I C H I K Gomez on the Twitter. And you can follow me at Pancake and the number four table, Pancake Four Table on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow all of the Friday Night Movie shenanigans at Friday Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram or at Friday Night MoviePod.com. Uh, we, uh, our family supports the Equal Justice Initiative and the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, two hugely important organizations fighting for equity and justice in our society. And um, highly recommend you checking those out. And with that, the theme music by What Does It Eat will kick in and we will dance our way into the evening. Love you both, Lily and Becky. Bye. I'm so glad we got to chat. Bye. Real fun to catch up. Bye, guys. Real fun, dogging. Love you.